Someone told me that we are born with so much potential and we believe uh, that we can do things and we attempt so many things, but then somewhere along the line, we get to start to think in limiting ways. This is Now Tell Us. I'm your host, Anthony Murore. At Now Tell Us, we have guests come and tell us stories. They come and inspire us. They come and educate us on a subject. And always we have great guests who join us. Today we have a guest who is going to tell us how to come from our limiting beliefs to quantum leaps. His name is Dr. Victor Manzo. He's going to be here shortly. Before he comes, let me remind you to please share this episode with all your friends. If you have a question, ask. We'll give you a reply. We'll answer it to the best of our ability. If you have just any other comment to make, we love feedback. So we welcome you to be with us. And let's make this show as fun as it can be. From limiting beliefs to quantum leaps. Let's go and meet our guest today, Dr. Victor. Here we go. Hi, Dr. Victor. Anthony, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. How about you? It's been good for a Thursday, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I, I see your Dr. Vic, not actually Vic. <laughs> Why do you shorten your name? It's just easier, right? It's too many syllables. Dr. Victor Manzo instead of that, just Dr. Vic Manzo. Quick and easy. Oh, that's that sounds that sounds even good. Vic Manzo. <laughs> it sounds good. <laughs> yeah, where are you? Where in the world are you? I'm located in Knoxville, Tennessee. Mm, that's 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 good. That's in the U.S. Yes, and, and I'm hoping you're having a great weather right now. Oh, Knoxville, this Tennessee weather. I'm originally from Chicago, so um, you know, starting to get cold, a little cooler in Chicago. But here, it's like been 80s, low 80s, low 70s. You get these nice, cool mornings, and then it heats up, and then it cools back down at night. Just can't beat it. This is the best weather. Hmm. Now, you mentioned Chicago, and you remind me that uh, I believe I can fly. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I've seen people achieve great things in life, and uh, it makes me want to believe that I can. But once I get to try, I also find myself now thinking, no, I couldn't. Tell me, did you also grow up watching basketball that I agree, like I grew up watching? And do you love oh, it? Oh, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, Michael Jordan, Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. I love watching. I stopped watching basketball after he stopped playing. I just didn't have an interest. I mean, maybe a little bit later, but um, yeah, I mean, it, it, just watching, being able to watch a guy like him play, it was just absolutely amazing. Mm. Now, what is it that you do? I am. A, I have a couple things I do. I have a few hats, um, but mainly I'm a, a business coach and I help mm-hmm. individuals level up in their life, try to find that true fulfillment. There's so many things about business that we're told 
of how we need to succeed, right? The main one is grind, hustle, you know, put the sweat equity and all the things that people say. Mm. And my approach and what I do and help people is to realize, let's find what works for you. Let's tap into understanding. Let's break through some limiting beliefs. I know we're going to get into that a little bit. But um, what are those constructs that have programmed you to not succeed in the way you want? And let's really unbreak those and recreate new ones so that we can re have you rediscover that greatness. My whole purpose and what I do, if I could sum it up in one word, is helping people with creating fulfillment in their personal and professional life. That's beautiful. Because uh, uh, fulfillment is a big word. And, and it's, it's a challenge. I mean, do I call it a challenge? But then... Uh, living every single day and trying the best that we can, and yet we find ourselves that we are not fulfilled. No. Is, yeah. Why is that? Is it, do, what, what do you say that, I mean, how do you say that we'd stop? Do you say we stop grinding? We stop hustling? <laughs> or uh, what do you exactly mean? Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. So like, right. When we look at fulfillment, why do people not are not so fulfilled? Mm. Well, Forbes came out with an article a couple of years back and it, and it talked about entrepreneurs and business owners, how much burnout do they have, right? Mm. And to me, the way I define burnout is not about grind and hustle so much. It is about having a lack of vision, having a lack of purpose, knowing what your sole purpose is. Why do you exist in this world? That is the biggest, and that's the big thing I work with clients on. And so when we don't know that, then you're going to be scattered. You're mm -hmm. not going to have direction. And what is the grind and hustle, right? It's all about just action, action, action. Just keep mm -hmm. working. Just keep doing the work. Keep outputting. Outbeat, outcompete your comp competition. Work longer and harder than they do, and you will be more successful. This mm -hmm. is the advice we've been told. When I, when I teach these things, this is Newtonian physics. And so what I mean by that is it's all about force. So like Newtonian physics says, if we want to go land on the moon, we can project all these things out and say, here's exactly how we have to do it. Here's the exact time frame, the deck, this, and you just, you know, we get the rocket over a period of time. We'll get there. Right. Mm -hmm. And that, and that's an old model that when it comes to business is a very old model that is kind of weaning itself out because there's a whole new era. And it's, it's, it's not like, I mean, in science it's new, but, um, but in, in the quantum world, which we're looking at things at a whole different element and understanding that we don't have to work so hard. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that action is not important. Some people misconstrue my message and you have to have action. You have to do the work. You can't yeah. just sit on a couch and visualize, get your vibe right, get your mind right and do all these things. And it's just all going to magically appear in front of you. It's not going to work that way. Mm. But what the formula is, is like in the, in the old model, it's 90% hard work, 10% mind and vibe and all that stuff. Mm. The new models flipped. It's about 10% actually working and 90% mindset vibe and all these kind of things. And because mm -hmm. when we have our mind right, and we'll get into all this a little bit, but when we get in, when you have your mind right and you have your vibe, when I'm talking about vibe, it's your consciousness level and, and so forth. When those two are in alignment, man, then whatever you do, as long it's going to fall into alignment with that, you don't have to work as hard. Mm. And, and it's not, and you don't have to take my word for it. This is what billionaires do. Mm -hmm. right? they, they only pick a few things that they want to do in a day that's important and that aligns with what they, you know, their vision and this and all these other things. And they go do it. And then that's it. And mm -hmm. they, they kind of had the formula figured out. I mean, look where they're at. Mm. And I agree with you there when you talk about uh, the mind. This is, I mean, it's, it's common sense that everything that is existing today, everything that I've seen and everything that it will ever be comes from the mind. What we think, what we imagine, 
the ideas that come to us. So if it's right, then all the others will follow. 100%. I mean, everything stems from there. And it's one of the things where, um, like if you get that, if you get that clear and you have it crystal clear and it's, and it has that alignment, which, you know, then all of a sudden everything else is going to work out for the greater, it's going to work out for the greater good of yourself. Mm. Now you mentioned about finding my purpose and that, that will kind of bring the fulfillment as a point, but the, there are so many people who may be asking, how do I discover my purpose? What, why am I here? What, what should I be doing, chasing every single day that I am wake, awake? <laughs> it's, it's such an interesting, interesting question, right? Because like I always tell people the hardest question I ask clients that I work with is, what do you want? And it's funny how many and it, it, that they don't have an answer to that. And mm. I'm not judging at all with that statement because I was that way too. But it's one of those things where, you know, finding your soul's purpose and why you exist. Sometimes what we have to do is we have to for there's there's a few different processes I have people go through. And one of those is going to be when you look at your life overall, okay, what really matters to you? What are your values? Mm. What's your why what what are things from a feeling, not a mental, this is not mental at all. It's a mm -hmm. feeling, body mm -hmm. feeling, because this is this is actually deeper, better language. Our language and how we communicate is extremely limited. So when we can tap into energy or feelings, emotions, those are responses to energy, that allows us to go much deeper into a purpose. Mm -hmm. And so when we're in our soul's purpose or we're following our true vision that really matters, you're going to have elevated emotions of bliss, joy, contentment, not contentment, it's bliss and joy, really. And that's when we're truly in alignment. Mm -hmm. Whenever we're not in alignment with our stuff, that's called a sin. Now, for some religious people, they may say, wait, that's you're talking about sinning and making something wrong. No, 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 no. The, the word sin comes from archery, which means missing the mark. Hmm. So when we look at our life, we're creating a sin because we're missing the mark of our purpose and path. We're off the path of where hmm. we're designed to be. Right. Mm -hmm. And so why is the feeling so important? That's your guide. That's what leads you towards. I can't tell you. I always tell my clients, I can't tell you how to, here's the step process. You're going to do this and you're going to find your purpose. Mm -hmm. That's, that's too mental. We have to get into feeling. So I tell them it's a discovery process. You start thinking about things, sit with it for a little bit, feel it out, see if that feeling comes up. And then some people say, well, what's the feeling? How do I know if it's right? Well, you've had it before. We've all had that feeling before. We just got, we just had this, we got so much joy and it was a different type of happiness. It's a joy. It's not happiness. It's mm. like this, this, it like lights you up inside. It's that butterfly feeling when you met, saw that person who you really loved and like really was attracted to. And it wasn't, it was beyond the physical. There was something deeper, right? We've all had that experience. Mm. And so it's that feeling when it comes to the purpose of our life and what we're going to do, that is going to be the guidance system that's going to lead you to where your soul purpose is. And then once you start playing with that energy field, you start tapping into that. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, you're going to start to attract, because this is all law, universal laws, the uh, the words, the verbiage, how the, the, the vision of things of how it's going to come together, they will start to come to you. And it's amazing because out of the ordinary, I'll have a client go, Man, I've been working on this for like three weeks. And then all of a sudden, Doc, like literally it was 3.30 in the morning. I woke up. I couldn't go to sleep. And then, bam, it hit me. And then all of a sudden, it's like it just felt so good. I couldn't go back to sleep. Mm. Or it could have been like they were taking a shower and all of a sudden they had this thought and it was just like a lightning bolt hit them. And then all of a sudden they had this feeling, right? It's that feeling that lets them know. Mm. And the feeling's important because then you, you start to realize, 
okay, that's the feeling. This is what matters to me. This is what brings real joy to me. Because if you want me to summarize all this, it's real simple. It's the things that you can take with you after you leave this world. The things that you can take along with you when you leave this world. Yeah. That's a it's good that summary. substance that's mm -hmm. so deep that you can take with you that joy and that bliss and all the stuff that'll come with it. So when we're finding our purpose in that, again, it comes back to values and what brings joy. Other ways I share this, because I have many ways of, of using this, is what is something that you would do that you would do for free just because it brings so much to your life. Hmm. It gives you a deeper purpose. It, mm -hmm. it fulfills you. It fulfills your tank up. It gets you excited for the next day every day to continue to do that. That's the easiest way to do it. Mm -hmm. um, but there's so many ways that we can look at that. Another way is you can look and say, well, how do you want to be reminded when you're passing, when it's your time to transition? Hmm. When someone's reading, you know, this has been told many times. It's nothing new. But it's it's that obituary. How do you want people talking about you? Mm-hmm. Right. And so if you're looking at your life and what you've been doing and you're kind of going, mm, I don't want to be remind remembered as this. Mm -hmm. okay, we got to change that up then and then understand why do you want to be rem reminded as something different? Mm -hmm. so there's three ways that you can do it. Wow. Thank you for that. And I also want to appreciate all the people who are watching us or listening to us. Even those who get to listen or watch us after we are through with this, we thank you for taking your time and being with us here. Now, uh, Mishka, hi, how are you? And uh, all the people who may not have commented, I greet you and we thank you once again. Now, today we have Dr. Vic Manzo, who's uh, going to tell us about limiting beliefs. He's just told us how to discover our life purpose. Uh, Look there at the end of it all. When you are on your last day and looking back, did you live a life that you would be proud of? And then that's going to help you discover your life purpose and live it so that when that time comes, you're going to be glad. Now, we, <laughs> before we even get to that, the purpose, and or rather we have identified our purpose, but then it's difficult to live it leave it because there are some things that we, we we don't believe that we can or how do you define limiting beliefs and because this is what we are here for how do you define limiting beliefs and how do we come from there to quantum yeah. beliefs? you know so our limiting beliefs is something that was given to us we we, we took these in mm. so it usually starts from our family dynamics and growing up in our family uh, parents, you know, siblings, you know, extended family and so forth. Um, but there's also the, I call it part one of my books. I wrote, I talk, I call it the matrix. And so the matrix is like this overall essence of humanity, mm. but there's all these sub matrices. So it's, it's the influences of what people think of certain opinions and situations and circumstances. If you think of like a computer, our brain is like the hardware. Mm. And then there's this software that we download in and then it runs off the hardware in certain ways, shape or form. Our limiting beliefs is a software that runs and it's limiting to our life. Now, this is not just with money, although the money is a big one. It's also in relationships. It's also with people's health. Um, it's also with our own individuality, our, our mindset, mind, self-esteem, those kind of things. And it's, 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 a, it's a system that we've given or it's a, it's a belief that we give power to. Mm -hmm. And these things reside. They live in our subconscious mind. So they run. Mm -hmm. Do you know it does or doesn't? Right? You're unaware of it. And so 95% of our life is dictated by this subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. and we have these limiting beliefs that are programmed in there to there. So imagine 
you have, so here's an example of how this works. So let's say in business, you don't know why you hit, let's say a hundred thousand dollars and you come back down to 60. And every time you've been in business for five years, every time you hit a hundred thousand dollars, you drop back down to 60,000 mm -hmm. and you're going, I don't know why I keep hitting that. It's like a glass ceiling. I can't break it. So what do we do from, again, what we were talking about earlier, what's, what's business world tell you to do work harder, grind harder, read more books, just put all the force energy to try to force yourself to do it. And you'll probably get there. I'm not saying it doesn't work because it does. There's a lot, there's a billionaires that have done that and it works, mm -hmm. but we can also just realize that that's what's called a psychological barrier. And there's a limiting belief to that. And what if you believe that, you know, you, you, let's say you had a parent who was working a lot, but you guys made a lot of money. The family was very well to do, but mm -hmm. you never saw your dad. And so subconsciously you have a limiting belief that making more money, that means I'm not with my family mm -hmm. and you may not be aware of it. See, because these things don't come up. Like when I work with clients, when we get into this, I always tell them it's going to take like two to three months before we start un un unraveling some of these things. And there's some things I can do to speed up the process here or there, but it takes a couple months to really get into some of the good stuff. Mm. And it's not just one because usually I'm, I'm, we find that one route and then we just start to dismantle because we'll see it in business. We see it with money. And all of a sudden it's like, wow, I do it here. But man, it's in, it's my relationships also. Wow. You know, I've noticed that this is also showing up in my health. Holy cow. And I'm going, exactly. This plays all areas of our life. So when we remove the limiting belief, now you realize, man, I, uh, you're telling me that I can make money and I can still be with my family. Yeah. Making more money will actually allow you to have more time with your family. It mm -hmm. gives you more choices. And then they go, I never knew that. You sure that's true? Yeah. Here's, here's some examples. Mm. Okay. Now what we're doing is we're, the mind's kind of going, uh, uh, we're used to this. We're used to the, we're, we're programmed this way. But then the person, you have a choice to say, you know what? I believe this from here on out. Thank you for my old beliefs, belief of what this was. I'm going to move forward. And now all of a sudden you let that, you created this new belief, which is an empowering belief. And now we have to wire that into the brain. Mm. There's so many people out there that say, oh, I can instantaneously you change your life like this. Listen, I, I get that. I'm all about it. You can do that from a mind perspective. But from a physical perspective, we live in a three, we live in a, a, a time space reality. Mm. So what that means is we have to go through time and space in order to make changes. Our nervous system, our body is part of that system. So mm -hmm. yes, mind isn't. Mind is multidimensional. Our yeah. mind, I can have you think about something in the past. I can have you think about something in the future and you just mm -hmm. time traveled, right? So the mind is very multidimensional. Mm. But when it comes to us as a physical being um, having this experience, what ends up happening is, is we have to wire the brain into that new conditioning. And that mm -hmm. can take a couple weeks. Most of the time it takes about three months. But once we get that hardwired in, now you're not thinking about it anymore. It's an automatic process. Mm -hmm. Wow. Now I'm thinking about this scenario. Now we are in the present. Uh, I, I go into the future looking at that time that we uh, talked about where we want to identify the life purpose. And since you're dealing mostly with business, although you're also looking at the other aspects of life. Now, I'm thinking, I, I want to be a billionaire. Okay, I want my life purpose to be, I have uh, lived and made a billionaire. And then in the present, I'm imagining, no, that's not possible for me because of where I am, because of uh, uh, the things that I am doing. <sighs> Because I, I don't have the knowledge on how to make uh, $1 billion. Now, this is the challenge. This is where we are. 
take us into that fulfillment, that achievement, accomplishment of my purpose, where I have done it all. <laughs> I love this. So here's, a, here's an easy question. Do you play any mu musical instruments? I play, I, I attempt to. I am not so good at it, but I do. Or how about a sport? I used to attempt a basketball because I, I was following Ma Magic uh, Johnson and uh, Michael Jordan, but then I was horrible. <laughs> well, <laughs> so here's the thing. Let's think about it. So when you first started playing, like your first time, were you just as not as good then as you were towards the end when you right before you stopped? Or were you, did you get did you get better? I would say I, I got better. I, I improved with time. Like I learned piano for about one year. I can play the chords. Yeah, I can talk. Uh, I, I can say something and uh, you think that is music. <laughs> <laughs> See, so when you first played the piano, right, you were probably a little rusty, right? Couldn't yeah. kind of figure out how to get the fingers down, memorizing the chords, messing up, slipping up a lot, right? Mm -hmm. Did you ever think in your mind you'll never learn how to play the piano? I was thinking I'm going to learn it, even though I have some challenges of getting the right keys. But I imagine, okay, if I keep on doing it, I'm going to be good at some point. So that philosophy, that's a belief you had that you yeah. knew you were going to. You had faith in her knowing that mm -hmm. you knew you were going to get to that point. Here's how I know I need to do this, and this is what I need to focus on. Mm -hmm. Right? Simple. There's no difference between that and a billionaire. It's the same game. Same game. It's the same game. There's nothing different. Everyone's like, oh, no, there's more. No, there isn't. It's the same game. Mm -hmm. Just because the, it, it could be it could be a millionaire. It's the same game. It's just money. Mm -hmm. But And you have the belief. But the problem is we it, because we switch into money, now we're uncovering a limiting belief. Because there's something about money that's different between a piano or playing a sport. Because mm -hmm. what humans do is we judge ourselves. Most people judge ourselves. And I'm one of them. I've done it too. We judge ourselves where we are instead of comparing to judging ourselves where we want to go and who we want to become. Hmm. Judge yourself and whoever's listening to this, if you feel like you want to become a billionaire and not everybody wants to be a billionaire, even myself, I thought about it at one point. I don't want to be a billionaire unless hmm. I needed a billion dollars to fulfill some of the big visions I want to do. Then yeah, I'll take a billion dollars. I have no problem with that. Whoever wants to donate, go ahead. But it's one of those things where when we, we, we don't judge ourselves for the future version of who we want to become judge there. Mm. and focus there you did that that's why i was using that as a, a question with piano or a sport because you didn't you were just you weren't judging yourself in the moment you might have got frustrated mm. you might have got a little aggravated you might have got impatient we all do that but you 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 kept judging of where you were going to go that's success and that's when and then we tie that back just to make it full circle what we've been talking about is tying it back to the soul's purpose. Judge yourself about where your soul's purpose is. Judge yourself on what it is that you want to become. Judge mm. yourself for the future version of yourself that you want to be. Because the mind, as I said earlier, is multidimensional. So your mind, you can literally see yourself in your future self, live that whole world, mm. see it, feel it, believe it, judge yourself in that state, not where you are now. And your mind doesn't know the difference between those two realities. Mm. That's a very powerful thing, but go ahead. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. We are enjoying it. We are liking what you're sh <laughs> you're sharing now, and and it's good. I was maybe playing in my mind of the two examples that you've given. You've given the sport and an instrument. Now there could be some hope that sometime in the future I'm gonna get good at the piano if I paid focus and 
dedicated. Oh, again, no grinding, no grinding, just dedicated. <laughs> I'm dedicated, I'm focused, dedicated, I could get some. But then I can never ever be like Michael Jordan at any particular. Now, how do I find this balance? How do I find this purpose that is going to be a reality without any anytime you compare yourself to someone else like i want to be like michael jordan mm. you lost your power mm -hmm. you see because there's something in quantum mechanics called the poly exclusion principle and what that told and i'll sum it up very quickly there are no two individuals or no two things in the entire universe that are identical there'll be never mm -hmm. another human being like you ever in the past present and future of humanity ever ever right mm. so when we're like mm. i want to be like this person or I want to be the next this, we've given our power away because we we gave our identity to that instead of the identity mm -hmm. to be who you are, right? Mm -hmm. Now, so when it comes to, well, well, I want to be like someone who's very, you know, when we want to be like someone like a Michael Jordan, who's one of the best of all time, it, it's one of those things that there's more ego involved in there than there is truth because like, you know, it comes, like I said, one time I wanted to be a billionaire. And then I really thought about it and I said, well, how much do I really need? Like when, I, when it comes to fulfillment, what do I really need? And what's going to really mm. fulfill me? The billion dollars wasn't. The reason why I wanted the billion dollars was because I had a void within me and I thought I was going to fill it. But then when I started to mm -hmm. focus on my purpose, right? Because if you look at Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan never said he was the greatest. He still to this day doesn't say he's the greatest. I remember I was mm -hmm. reading something about him and he's like, everybody wants to compare. He goes, you can't compare somebody from the same, you can't compare different eras. You just can't. Yeah. And I was just like, here's somebody like that. Because when he played, he didn't, you know, the rumors were, the stories were, he practiced harder than he did in the game. They said if mm -hmm. he played in the game like he played in practice, he would average 50 points a game. 40 points, mm -hmm. 50 points a game. So it, mm -hmm. the, the thing is, is instead, who do we compete with? Yourself. Who do you focus on? Yourself. That future version of who you mm -hmm. want to become. Focus there. Be that next. Be that person. Because guess what? You may not ever get to that future version, but you'll get close, mm. right? Because here's what happens. And Matthew McConaughey says this way better than I do. You can look this up on YouTube, but he did this in one of his speeches about his future self. Who, who is he chasing? And then after mm -hmm. a while, he's like, I'll never, I'll never catch up to that person, but I'm not going to stop. And I agree with it because even in 10 years, like I look back, I just turned 40. So I looked at my third, when I was 30, where was my mind at? Where was I thinking about things? Where was I at with my life and all this stuff? Mm -hmm. And I said, man, when I see myself where I'm at now, and the house I'm in, the things I have, the things I'm doing. And, but one of the things I looked and I said, did I catch, did I, am I where I, am I where I thought I would be when I was 30, turning 40? And I'm not at all, not even close. But mm. now I look and go, man, who I want to become at 50? Oh, that's a whole laundry list. And I'm looking forward to that. And I'm going to do all, I'm going to focus on things every single day, my actions and what I'm doing to make sure I'm aligning to that person as much as I can. And I know when I get there, most likely I won't be there because things have changed. Things have evolved. And that's okay. Yeah. That's part of life. We are, you shouldn't have the same thinking and the same mindset. I say every six months to a year. Well, at least every, maybe every year. Um, your verbiage should change a little bit. You know, little changes should happen. But the thing is, is competing with oneself and, 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 and focusing on, you know, am I getting better? 1%, you know, am I making millimeters? Mm. It could be, it could be 0.1%. Heck, it could be 0.01%. Who set? There's no rules to this. You know, you can set a standard at one percent, but at the end of the day, it's just whatever. As long as you're growing from the day before, you're becoming that Michael Jordan of your life, and that's mm. the most critical thing. That's where your focus needs to be, because anytime we take it outside of ourselves, we're giving our power away. Mm.
So I'm going to be going after a better version of myself tomorrow than I was yesterday and uh, looking forward to feel the life that I'm here for. And, and we thank you. We thank you, Dr. Vic, for sharing this with us. And uh, it's been quite an honor having you here. Oh, it's been a lot Is of there something that, you'd like, something that you'd like to tell us before we sign off? Yeah. One of the things that when it comes to life, we always our brain always wants control. It looks for comfort. That's why it does control. And I'll tell you the beautiful thing about life is when we can let go more and trust. We've, we've come to a society where we, we trust more outside ourselves and we look for people outside ourselves and look without trusting within and trusting this, the power that we have. We have everything within us. You look at all, you look at the Bible, you can look at other religions. They all talk about this power within. Everything's within. All, all is here. And we hear it, but we don't, when it comes to life, we don't do that as much. And when you can trust life, that everything is always working out for your greater good. It always is. And you can look back. It's there. You'll see it. Why something fell here. You went through this hardship or you went through a dark time. And when you get through it all and you start to put the pieces back and you start looking at the dots, looking back, connecting the dots, you're kind of going, man, if that didn't happen, then I wouldn't have been here. And this, if I stayed there, that would have been, that would have been a horrible process. And look how this, and so it's learning to trust and having faith because when we allow fear to come in, that just means fear really is just not trusting yourself. And some people say it's not trusting God, but that's kind of the almost very similar thing. Um, I'm not saying we are God, but it, we are creators I and mean, we're made in that image of God. So mm -hmm. it's like when we don't have faith in ourselves, you don't have faith in that higher power. Uh, may it be your soul, may it be God, whatever religion you want to call it, whatever label, that doesn't matter. But at the end of the day, it, 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 it's always there to help support and serve you for your greatest good. Wow, that's very well put. Wow. So fear is one of the dangers. Now, you talk about, and I don't know whether these, some, I heard you talk about the ball and chain holding us back from achieving the level of success and freedom we desire. Could that be it? Or what is it? I'm curious to know. It's a subconscious mind. It's the thing that we don't realize it's holding us back. We talked a little bit about it today where we got into limiting beliefs and, and that subconscious program when does it develop, you know, and, 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 and new re research has been showing it's actually uh, sometime in our birth process, you know, it's either in mom and in the womb um, or in that transition journey is when it starts to begin. And then, you know, age three to five is when the really hardwire hard, the, the software really gets downloaded. Some event, something happens in our life where it kind of dictates a lot of our life. And that's that subconscious mind. So like I was saying, someone who hits 100,000 and drops back to 60, that's a ball and chain effect. Right. You're trying mm. to get up. The ball's just too heavy. Can't I can't Brings hold on to that as much. I'm going to pull back here because yeah. the ball's not pulling me down. Not, the ball's not putting any more stress on me so I could stay here. But then once we unravel the limiting beliefs, once we get into that subconscious mind and start to reprogram things, then all of a sudden we're cutting the chains on the ball and now you can soar. But there'll be new layers of it. These, this evolves with you in some ways. And so there will be new things that will show up down the road. That we'll have to face and, and, and become aware of, but it, it gets easier as we go through that journey. Hmm. Wow, just like it gets easier. Music on the piano day by day. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you very much, uh, Dr. Vic. We really appreciate you. And uh, at this point, 
ask you because there are people who could be watching you and are interested to hear more of what you have to share because you have quite much and they would want to follow up with you maybe become some of your clients i don't know they you know and uh, yeah they are curious how to follow up with you what would you suggest they do the, the easiest way to get a hold of me or you know to check out you know all the stuff that i'm about is my website it's empoweryourreality.com that's where you can get access to my, you can listen to my podcast. I have my blog, I do a blog, I have my books on there. Um, you can get to my social media. So I was, I'm always open, like, go check out on my Facebook and Instagram, LinkedIn and all that. Um, you have a message or anything you, you uh, want to have a question on something I talked about, reach out. I love hearing from people and uh, definitely connecting. And, and if you're looking to see what this coaching experience is about and tapping into that fulfillment, but also growing in business and stuff too, because that happens also. Um, there's a button at the top of my page that you can, you can hook on a, a call with me and, and dive deeper into things. Oh, that's good. Thank you for sharing that. So all the listeners or the viewers, you can hop on to empower your reality to connect with Dr. Vic Manzo. Yeah, this is about it. And, uh, it's been a great time with you here, Dr. Vic. And, uh, yeah, it's been a great time also with you viewers. Thank you very much. It was a lot of fun, Anthony. Thanks for having me. Yes, it's been an honor having you here. And uh, thank you for coming. We appreciate This has been Now Tell Us. I've been your host, Anthony Morore. And together with our guest today, Dr. Vic Manzo, we are saying, yeah, go to, yeah, your highest highs that you can go. Leave the limiting beliefs be below. Drop the chain in the ball and climb higher, so higher. Bye. <laughs>